Section 8 of The Heroines of History. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Christine H. The Heroines of History by John S. Jenkins. Section 8. Isabella of Castile. Part 4. Aben Hassan made immediate preparations, and with a strong force sallied from the city of Malaga to meet the enemy while entangled in the passes. The Castilians were under several leaders, neither of whom had the supreme command. Not finding the booty they anticipated, they began to separate in various detachments, that of the Grand Master of St. James alone proceeding in military order. Upon that division the first attack of the Moors fell and as soon as the sound of the alarm was given, the Marquis of Cadiz hastened to his relief. The spirit and agility of the Moors gave them success. The Castilians were scattered, and, laden with spoils gathered in the various forages for which they had separated, and unable to manage the cavalry amid the defiles, were driven back after a desperate struggle. In order to facilitate their escape, they were obliged to leave the artillery, baggage, and dearly earned booty to their pursuers. Their retreat was further embarrassed by missiles showered upon them from the heights above by the numerous peasantry and villagers. Heavy rocks and stones rolled down upon their close ranks, making fearful inroads on the already diminished numbers, causing confusion, alarm, and a struggle for life that lessened the chances of escape, and often sent them rolling into deep chasms clutching each other with a death-grasp. The Marquis of Cadiz succeeded in extricating his detachment and escaped to Andalusia, but the rest were not so fortunate. Some lost their way, wandering back into Granada. Others died from exhaustion and terror. Many were taken prisoners. And those who still kept together mistook the route and came to a stand in a deep, dark glen, hemmed in by insurmountable rocks. Darkness was fast enveloping them, increasing their danger, and magnifying the horrors of their situation. Watchfires were kindled by the enemy along the ridges of the mountains, and the fierce moors flitted hither and thither in the red light, like a multitude of evil spirits securing the captivity of their victims. Well-aimed arrows were darted among the unresisting soldiery, who, thinking now only of personal safety, desperately sought to retrace their steps. After struggling through almost impenetrable thickets, scaling fearful precipices, and leaping dark chasms, a moiety of that brilliant army reached their own frontiers, almost dead with fatigue and terror. They left three of their most illustrious commanders, and two brothers of the Marquis of Cadiz, slain among the defiles, to be mutilated by the revengeful Moors, or to be prey for the eagle's airy, and one was taken a prisoner, with no hope of ransom. After these disasters, the war would have ceased for a time, but for a rash expedition undertaken by Boabdil, the young king of Granada, who was jealous of the renown which his father's knights had gained, and determined to perform some exploit himself which should secure the loyalty of his adherents. Accordingly, he summoned a large army, which embraced the flower of Moslem chivalry. 
disregarding the ill-omened accident of breaking his lance against an arch as he passed through a gateway of the city at the head of his army he persisted in executing his purpose perhaps the more desperately from the repeated and mysterious warnings he received from the astrologers and because of an old prophecy which foretold that he would be the last king of granada the castilians having been informed of his design of investing lucena on the spanish frontiers provided that city with a strong garrison the count de cabra raised a small army and came in sight of lucena just as the moors were marching towards it on the opposite side the approach of the spanish army was partially concealed by the rolling hills among which they passed affording the moors only an occasional glimpse of troops thus multiplied infinitely to their alarmed vision the echoes of the loud clarions and trumpets that filled their ears impressed them with the approach of an immense army at the same time troops poured forth from the gates of the city imagining themselves already overpowered a portion of the moors fled leaving the brunt of the battle to the cavalry who soon obliged the rest to give way and retreat towards the zanil closely followed by their pursuers the panic and struggle for life were so great that numbers were precipitated into the waters grappling one another till they sank in a common grave the proudest blood of granada flowed from the banks and mingled with the rolling river that day a day immortalized in the mournful lamentations and ballads of a race who fought to perpetuate a nation that was doomed to be struck out from the kingdoms of the earth boabdil was often seen in the thickest of the melee conspicuous from being mounted upon a richly caparisoned white steed and wearing golden armor and a magnificent turban blazing with jewels his royal guard fell one after another around him unable to sustain himself longer or to hope for escape across the river he dismounted and concealed himself in a thicket a castilian soldier discovered his retreat and would have dispatched him after calling assistance had not the king revealed his rank this was the crowning feature of the day he was triumphantly led to the spanish camp and conducted to count cabra who received him with all the honor and respect due to the royal captive he was then escorted to the count's castle and entertained with munificent hospitality the most punctilious care being taken to make the golden plumaged bird forget that he was caged isabella received the tidings with tears as well as joy and sent him a message full of kindness and courtesy all her generous womanly sympathies were awakened for the unfortunate prince when a council convened to determine what was to be done with their captive they talked of delivering him to the vengeance of his father for a heavy ransom but isabella indignantly rejected the proposal deciding that he should be liberated and sent back to his country on condition of allegiance to the castilian sovereigns the promise of supplies to their troops and permission to pass unmolested through that portion of the country under his sway together with the payment of a large sum of money annually and the delivery of his son and several children of the nobility as hostages he was released and after a cordial interview with the king and queen 
was conducted by a brilliant escort to his own dominions in the loftiest towers of the alhambra his mother and beautiful young wife morema had watched daily for the coming of boabdil straining their eyes in vain beyond the vine-covered vega to catch a glimpse of the triumphant return of the gaily equipped cavaliers who had gone forth with buoyant hopes to win glory while still gazing far among the blue mountains for a sight of the muslim banners heralding the approach of the victors their keen eyes perceived a little band of horsemen skimming swiftly across the plain with beating hearts they returned to the state chamber to await tidings that were soon conveyed to them more loudly than words could have done in the blood-stained dusty habiliments that remained to the exhausted cavaliers who rushed with evil news to the presence of the queen regent the announcement of the capture of boabdil overwhelmed his wife and mother with grief and filled the city with lamentations old men and women wandered through the streets tearing their hair and throwing ashes upon their heads the wise were struck dumb with the unheard-of calamity and even the children united in the wailing cry that rose yet more mournfully than the sad cadence that prophesied the recoil of the first blow beginning with the words ay de mi alama the high-spirited sultana Aexa, unwilling to indulge a useless grief made an effort for boabdil's liberty offering an immense ransom and terms which for the most part were those the conquerors granted but the glory of granada had departed for no sooner had the degraded king returned to his dominions than aben hassan renewed his former animosity through abdallah el zagel a vigorous and fiery warrior who was appointed to succeed the old monarch now blind and infirm the new opposing king carried on a determined warfare with the fated boabdil's party till the palace of the alhambra and the streets of granada were streaming with the blood of the bravest moors who should have reserved their strength for the common defence of the kingdom ferdinand and isabella continued to take advantage of these destructive feuds pushing their conquests from town to town capturing the most important posts and strongest fortresses along the frontiers no memorable campaign occurred however till fourteen eighty five a year distinguished for the siege and capture of ronda isabella with all her household accompanied the army animating the soldiers with fresh courage and prompting the gallant knights and cavaliers to valiant deeds to deserve the smiles and commendation of their beautiful queen for whom it was glory to peril their lives her presence softened the horrors and sufferings of war as she always advised the most lenient and magnanimous conduct toward the vanquished and held back the murderous sword that almost universally follows in the track of victory she frequently reviewed the troops on horseback wearing light armor and addressed the soldiers with a perfect grace and strength united with unassumed modesty that won the admiration of the whole army any one of those thousands would probably have laid down his life in the defense of a queen regarded by all her subjects with the passionate devotion of a lover as well as with the awe which not only royalty but the purity and beauty of her character inspired 
to her the honor is due of first establishing the inestimable services of a hospital in the army she paid from her own revenues the skilful military surgeons and the expenses of six spacious tents provided with beds and everything necessary for the comfort of the sick and wounded it was denominated the queen's hospital she was always accompanied by the infanta isabella whom she loved with more than ordinary tenderness the sweetest and most confidential intercourse existed between them endearing them to each other with such strength of affection as nearly proved fatal when a final separation became necessary the campaign of fourteen eighty six opened under brilliant auspices vast preparations were made and once more the valiant warriors of spain emboldened by the presence of ferdinand filed out from the gates of cordova amidst floating banners the flourish of trumpets and the music of clarions and buoyed by the hopes of victory whereof they were more rationally certain from being thoroughly supplied with every provision necessary to a well-equipped army while they proceeded to the siege of laxa isabella remained at cordova assuming the sole administration of government and attending to civil and military business with surprising precision and skill the derangement of internal affairs increased during the prolonged absence of the sovereigns added to the thousand separate demands upon her time caused many an applicant to be unavoidably unheard among the throng who eagerly sought her presence was one who in lowly garb passed unnoticed through the streets of cordova abstracted and absorbed in the great dreams that daily pictured the glorious panorama of the western world and living a life of noble aspirations and intense longing to grasp the reality beyond the ocean that his keen vision had already spanned a life of hopes and aims exalting him far above the motley scornful multitude which to his unmindful sight passed dimly forth and back as seen in dreams impatient with the cold and reiterated refusals of an audience columbus succeeded in laying his gigantic plans before talavera the queen's confessor through whom he hoped to reach isabella's ear he had previously applied to john the second of portugal who rejected the chimerical ideas with disdain now he had a worse obstacle to encounter in the learned prelate's unconquerable aversion to any departure from the long-established theories too much occupied to bestow thought upon columbus's scheme isabella refused him admission with an indefinite promise of giving attention to the subject at some future day columbus impatient at the delay could only plunge into the scenes of warfare that now seemed to engulf every other interest after the capture of laxa ferdinand requested isabella's presence in the army to which she promptly responded with the princess isabella the ladies of her court and a numerous and brilliant train of attendants she set out for the camp the marquis of cadiz with a detachment of nobles and cavaliers met her on the frontiers and conducted her to the encampment in the vicinity of moaline the queen rode a chestnut mule seated on a saddle chair embossed with gold and silver the housings were of a crimson color and the bridle was of satin curiously wrought with letters of gold 
the infanta wore a skirt of fine velvet over others of brocade a scarlet mantilla of the moorish fashion and a black hat trimmed with gold embroidery the king rode forward at the head of his nobles to receive her he was dressed in a crimson doublet with breeches of yellow satin over his shoulders was thrown a mantle of rich brocade and a supravest of the same materials covered his cuirass by his side close girt he wore a moorish scimitar and beneath his bonnet his hair was confined by a cap of the finest stuff he was mounted on a noble war-horse of a bright chestnut color as they approached each other they bowed thrice uncovering their heads and saluted one another affectionately though with the stately ceremonies which accompanied every movement of their majesties the presence of isabella and her court in the camp spread universal joy gave new life to the soldiery and added to the brilliancy of the scene royal pavilions were reared in the midst of the encampment embellished with all the luxuries pertaining to a court and gay with the presence of the beautiful and distinguished there was the heroic marchioness of cadiz and the marchioness of moya better known as beatrix de bodidia together with the dignified presence of the grand cardinal mendoza a man reverenced for his learning and reliable qualities the gallant earl of rivers of england with his brave followers gonzalvo de cordova the notable captain of the royal guards and his famous brother don alonso the marquis of cadiz styled the mirror of andalusian chivalry the count de cabra the capture of boabdil and a host of renowned knights with their numberless followers made up as famed and gorgeous an array as ever entered the battlefield and among this throng of haughty powerful nobles who burned to gain laurels to lay at the feet of the worshipped queen moved columbus still unnoticed still overshadowed by the bold and great whose emblazoned names in future years would pale before the radiance of the genius now despised by their prejudices the din of war drowned his pleadings and the poor but noble genoese could only raise his arm beside the common soldier to strike a common foe moline was captured its dungeons thrown open from whence poured forth christian captives whose fate had long been a mystery to their mourning relatives its mosques were converted into cathedrals colleges founded for the instruction of the moors in the catholic faith and arrangements made for the government of the conquered cities isabella universally exerted herself to alleviate the horrors of war showing such leniency and kindness toward her moslem subjects as secured a devotion almost equal to that of her own nation and when severe or cruel measures were applied it was because her remonstrances were overruled by ferdinand and the spanish leaders at the close of the campaign the sovereigns returned to spain making salamanca their place of royal residence here columbus succeeded through the influence of the marquis of cadiz and cardinal mendoza both men of enlightened minds in obtaining the appointment of a council to decide his claims talavera was designated to select the most learned and scientific men in the kingdom for this purpose many of them were equally pugnacious to innovations upon established theories and caused discussions which were likely to foil the long protracted hopes of columbus by their interminable length 
if not in their decision the spring of fourteen eighty seven came and the council without having effected anything was broken up by the preparations demanded for a new campaign ferdinand placed himself at the head of an army of twelve thousand horse and forty thousand foot and once more advanced toward the dominions of the moors a toilsome march over the mountains a rapid descent among the defiles and the army swept like a cloud of devouring locusts over the fair fields vineyards and gardens of granada leaving a scene of desolation behind it and at length settling in a broad valley at the extremity of which lay the city of malaga second only in importance to granada the approach to it however was rendered perilous by two well-guarded eminences commanding the valley both on the sea-coast and the opposite side where the wild sierra receded into mountainous heights that overshadowed the city after a desperate defence by the moors the marquis of cadiz took possession of the position considered most dangerous from its exposure to attacks of bands concealed in the neighbouring thickets the other most important point was secured by la vega the following morning the remainder of the army swept through the pass and defiled into a wide plain which surrounded the city upon three sides a fourth was washed by the waves of the ocean a spanish fleet rode in the harbour effectually cutting off supplies in that quarter thus the doomed city was completely encircled by a foe daily tightening its coils till the victim was crushed in the fearful embrace malaga was bravely defended by a noble moor named hamet el zegri renowned since the siege of ronda and appointed to this responsible post by el zagel who still disputed the crown with boabdil but for this weak prince malaga might have been rescued by the moors inasmuch as a valiant band of troops set out from granada to their assistance but were intercepted by boabdil and engaged in a bloody affray which disabled them after several weeks spent in the unsuccessful bombardment of the city the christians wearied with its determined resistance became discontented a rumor had reached the besieged that the spaniards were about to break up their camp this gave them fresh courage to prolong the struggle to undeceive them ferdinand immediately sent for isabella to join the army knowing her presence would dispel the dissatisfaction among the troops and would assure the infidels of their intentions to persevere isabella's arrival was greeted with every manifestation of joy the plain of malaga presented a scene like that of moline it was brilliant with gorgeously attired horsemen and glancing weapons gay with pavilions from which floated the royal standard and the interior of which was richly hung with silken draperies and otherwise luxuriously fitted for the presence of beautiful women of noble birth the wives or sisters of those in the camp the army was purified from the vices which usually accompany war gambling was prohibited under severe penalties blasphemy punished and prostitutes banished a state of things due to isabella's pious and virtuous regulations end of section eight